Welcome to the Stories in Our Roots podcast. I'm your host, Heather Murphy. In this podcast, we dive deep into how knowing the stories of our ancestors can make a difference in our lives today. Discovering our family history is more than a hobby. It is a way to connect deeply with ourselves, those we love, and the world around us. Hello and welcome to another episode of Stories in Our Roots. I am Heather Murphy. Stories on Our Roots is now six months old, and in an effort to best serve you, my listeners, I would love to have your feedback on what is working well in this podcast and what you might like to see more of. In the show notes is a link that you can go to fill out this brief survey, It'll only take you a few minutes, and as a thank you to you, I will send you 27 Lessons Learned from Stories in Our Roots. It's a little PDF mini book that I put together highlighting great takeaways from each episode of Stories in Our Roots up to episode 27. Today, I talk with Jennifer Keniston, and we talk about what it was like for her to travel to Europe and connect with her grandfathers on both sides in different ways. We talk about how learning her past has helped her better understand her present and will influence her future, as well as future generations. Here is the interview with Jennifer Keniston. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you so much for joining me today. Could you start and introduce yourself, please? Sure. Hi, my name is Jennifer Keniston. I live in Southern California. I live with my husband and several several fish right now, and soon to be a new baby girl in a couple of months. So very exciting, exciting times. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Start your family tree the other direction. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how did you first become interested in learning about your family history? When I was young, probably about uh, when I was 10 years old, um, my great aunt passed away and uh, my family and I traveled to see uh, family and attend her funeral. And it was really the first time that I realized a family tree could be more than just parents and grandparents and first cousins. There were all of these new people all of a sudden saying, oh, I'm your cousin. I'm your you know, great aunt, great uncle. And, and it was a, a brand new experience to me. So then years later, I started to get interested in my own genealogy. And I, I've always remembered that experience. And it's it's just always sort of almost fueled me to keep keep going and to keep seeing who's out there. And what was it when you actually did decide to get into the researching, to putting everything together? Why and when did you start? I started probably, I want to say maybe eight years ago. I started on Family Search and I was actually prompted a little bit by an article that I read in a Martha Stewart Living. And uh, they talked about ways that you can research your family history. And they talked about family search and I had never heard of this. And I thought, oh my gosh, this sounds really cool. So I, I went online and I looked at family search and I started a, started my own account and I just started adding really not knowing what I was doing. So <laughs> I got really enthusiastic. And at the time I didn't realize that family search was just one big giant family tree and it was really hard for me to, to figure that out and to navigate it. So eventually I, I migrated over to Ancestry, which I just, I love Ancestry. 
the things that I found and the hints that have prompted me to keep going have been just, just amazing. Things that I would have never expected to find. Wartime records for distant ancestors. It's just addicting. It's hard to, hard to explain. <laughs> Can you tell me a story that you've learned in your family history that has been meaningful to you? Sure. I never knew my maternal grandfather. So my mom's dad, he passed away before I was born. We found out years ago when my grandmother sent some of his documents to my mom that he had actually been a ball turret gunner during World War II. And um, he was involved in the D-Day invasions, which we never really knew about. It was pretty amazing. So we, we have the records of his flight log and it details the dates of his flights. It details where the destination was. And on that, those particular entries, it just says invasion coast. And there's two entries for it, which I never understood until quite recently that there were, there were three waves. And so to see, to see that my grandfather took place in two of the three waves was just amazing. And that really prompted me to do research into his time in the military. I was able to reach out to the pilot of his plane, who at the time was still alive, and have a, a great conversation with him, really learn about the time and the context of what my grandfather experienced. And I've even been able to travel to the airbase that he was stationed at in England and tour it and visit it and see the runway that he would have flown out of and, and landed on. It's amazing. What was it like to put a sense of place to these stories that you'd been researching? It's pretty powerful. You don't, I don't think you really realize how powerful that can be until you're in that situation. I was there in England at the same time of year that my grandfather was there. So to be able to see the clear skies in May and to see the, the bright yellow flowers of the surrounding fields was just incredible. It just made me think, wow, this is what this is exactly what he would have experienced. You know, the weather was you know, beautiful spring. I really tried to think about all of the planes that would have been coming in and landing and try to try to superimpose this sort of chaotic, noisy atmosphere over this really peaceful countryside and just really, really put myself in his place. It was really, really powerful. What was it like for you as you researched this grandfather to get to know him? It was very interesting. Um, you know, he's, he's somebody who, um, like I said, I, I never knew him. Um, he passed away uh, when my mom was, was young, probably in her 20s. And I know there are things that she would have liked to have asked him that maybe she didn't think to ask him. So through doing this research, I've been able to provide her some answers that maybe she didn't realize she had questions to. And that's, that's been very meaningful to me. I, that's really kept me going. I, I love just being able to make that kind of connection for somebody. What's another ancestor that you've been able to research and get to know better? So another ancestor is um, my paternal grandfather. That's my, my dad's dad. And he, it, he came over from Germany when he was probably about 18 years old. And he came over on a ship. He had $25 in his pocket. He immediately signed up to be a chef on uh, an oil tanker. So he came into the country with nothing. He was brought over by his cousin and he 
started his life here right away through looking at census records. I've been able to see where he lived when he was actually on land, not on the ship. He was in New York in Harlem, which was pretty, pretty amazing. Because he came from Germany, I had this, you know, this desire to go and and see where he came from. So after college, I went backpacking and um, ended up in the small town in Germany that he came from. I thought, you know, it would be great to, you know, to see where he lived and see if there's any relatives still around. So I actually went to the local uh, post office and I, I looked for, um, I asked them if they knew where, you know, the local town hall was, where there were records, could they direct me? And they said, well, what are you looking for? And I said, I'm looking for some, some family members from a long time ago. And they said, well, why don't you look in the phone book? I said, oh, okay. And I'm thinking, you know, everyone's, everyone's gone. I don't know that I'll find anybody. Um, but I looked through their phone book and there was a name that I remembered my, my father saying, his cousin. And I said, oh, I, I think this might, be, uh, this might be somebody. And they said, oh, that's right around the corner. He's the stonemason. You know, this is how you get there. They drew me a little map. And so I just sort of turned up on the doorstep and almost chickened out. And I was walking away and somebody came out and said, oh, can I help you in German? And I, and I said, oh, yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Jennifer. <laughs> I think I'm related to you. My grandfather was Paul. And, and the man that came out said, oh, right. Yes. Good uncle Paul from the United States. Yes, I remember him. <laughs> So it was, it was really funny and they were so welcoming and just so kind. Um, there was a language barrier. My, my German is awful. So there, there was definitely a barrier there, but they were just so kind and amazing. And they were having a birthday party in a few days time. And they actually invited me and my, at the time, boyfriend, who's now my husband uh, to come and, and celebrate with them, which was just so great. So we had a, a wonderful family celebration to celebrate somebody's birthday. And were you with the language barrier? It might've been a bit difficult, but were you able to learn any more stories or things about the family that had stayed there? Not a lot. Um, what I did learn, and actually my, my father did pretty much the same thing a few years later, he turned up on the doorstep. So some of it comes from his experience with them and some of it comes from mine. Um, we found out that the stonemason shop that they they are currently working in that's currently there was the stonemason shop that my grandfather's father owned and ran back in around, I would say 1900 or so. So it's been in the family for years and years and years. And it, it was just really neat to see our, our last name right on the front there and uh, carved into stone and all the, all the examples of their stonework. Was there anything else of significance that you were able to see or places that um, you really had a connection to when you were on that trip for your family history? On that particular trip, I, I actually did get to go to um, the Normandy beaches as well, okay. which my you know, grandfather, my other grandfather would have flown over during D-Day. And my husband's grandfather had also taken part in the invasion as a, um, in, a, in a tank for the, the British army. Okay. So it was meaningful for both of us. Yeah. Great. 
This podcast is brought to you by my signature service and one-on-one program, Resilience in Your Roots. Do you find yourself overwhelmed with stressors and responsibilities of life? Increasing your resilience, that ability to get back up when life knocks you down, helps you live your best life. Resilience in Your Roots will help you in four areas to increase your resilience. Self-awareness and self-care, purpose and goals, connections and relationships, perspective and optimism. All as you learn how to research your family tree and absorb the lessons that are contained in the stories in your family. If this sounds like the perfect program for you, jump on a call with me at heathermurphygenealogy.com backslash next step call. Oh, one of the things you wrote about and when we we're conversing with by email is that family history helps you to feel grounded. Can you talk about why that is? Sure. Um, it's, it's an odd sensation because it, to me, I almost didn't really feel like I was floating until I realized that there were all of these great connections to the past sort of holding me by these thin little strings. And then it's hard to describe. It's a really strange sort of grounding sensation, but it's almost like you understand your place in the world a little bit better. If you understand your past, you understand your present and maybe your future, maybe where you're going. It's interesting. There's been these little tugs on these strings over the years that have just sort of said, hey, we're still here. Hey, remember me. Hey, don't forget us. And, And they've just sort of reached out time and again, in really unexpected ways. There was a a time when I was working at a job, this man came in and we started talking and um, he mentioned his, his last name. And it was very, very similar to my maternal, no, I'm sorry, my paternal grandmother's maiden surname. And I commented on it and I said, oh, that's, you know, that's very similar to a family name of mine. And he said, oh, where was she from? And I said, Pennsylvania. She's from a little town called Osceola Mills. And he knew exactly where that was. He said, there's plenty of us spread out. And, and this was really before I got really interested in the family history. Thinking about it now, my past just walked right into my place of employment and said, hi, I'm right here. Come and find me. It's been pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. Have you had experiences where you've found commonalities with your ancestors as you've learned more about them? Yes, there there have been a lot of times. You know, learning about say my my grandfather's family, the stonemasons from Germany. That takes a certain level of creativity. My father's creative, he is a woodcarver. I'm creative. My background is really in fine art and photography. So seeing this this thread of you know, working with your hands and, and making something out of nothing, it's great to me. It's great to see that it really comes down through the, the different generations. You know, family members on my mother's side, they worked really, really a lot in the silk mills in England, in Macclesfield. And then when they came to New Jersey and Patterson, they worked in the silk mills there. All the women in the family have sewed. There's been a lot of textile work coming down through the generations. And I, and I love sewing. It's a lot of fun. It's really relaxing to me. It's just been great to see these different things that I actually have in common with, with my ancestors who are at this point, you know, long gone, but, but yet they're still there. There are still parts of them that live on in everybody. Okay. So through those examples, I can see what you mean by 
when you said before about these threads that hold you, but you didn't really know they were there until you've been learning your family history. Mm-hmm. I can see that now how your family's always been creative, but you didn't know it was a generational trait until you started <laughs> researching. Right, right. Are there any other things that you've learned about yourself as you've researched your family history? I think learning about my family history has given me more of a sense of strength. I can think back to different family members who have faced challenges, like my grandfather who came to the United States at age 18 with $25 in his pocket. That took a tremendous amount of courage and strength to do that. And when I face challenges in my life, I think, you know, if if my ancestor could do this, I can do what I'm doing. I can forge ahead. One other thing that you said in the email that I thought was interesting, you said that family help history helps you understand who you are in the present and that influences what mark you're going to leave on the future. How does learning your past influence how you view your future? So learning about my past really hard to describe. The <laughs> <laughs> so learning about my past informs my future because it makes me think about the things that my ancestors did that to them was just very commonplace. They didn't realize that they were leaving their mark on the future for somebody like me to come along and find. And it makes me think that we're all just going through our lives doing that. We're all creating records and documents, of course, but we're also creating memories and we're creating traditions and family stories that will be passed down, just like the people who came before us did that, we're doing that right now. And so our children and our grandchildren are going to one day talk, hopefully one day talk about, you know, I remember when my mother did this or my grandmother did that. And my mom taught me to sew, or we had this great family tradition that, you know, my, my dad brought over from England. So you know, all of these great things that are happening right now are really informing our future that will one day become somebody's genealogy. Well, thank you. If you could go back and give yourself some piece of advice before you started into the researching your family history, what would you tell yourself? I would definitely say don't just add hints from other member trees. <laughs> I think that's probably a really common thing that people do you get really excited to see all of these different hints that are coming and you get super excited when somebody else, excuse me, has a tree that is very similar to yours. And it's like, oh, wow, they have all these ancestors. I'm going to add them, but you shouldn't do that. (laughs) You need to really think about the sources. You need to think about where this information is coming from. It's great to look at these things, but don't just blindly add them. Just always, always think with a critical mind and just do your own research and find things that, that will back up your own research. I have one more question for you. How do you think you are going to use family history to influence the next generation of your family? <laughs> That's a good question. I think we're definitely going to use family stories, my husband and I, we're going to use our family stories to teach our little girl where she comes from. Um, My husband is English, so 
we want to incorporate the English traditions and things that my husband grew up with into her upbringing. We, we want her to know where, where she comes from, whether that's cooking a special meal that's been passed down from his mom to us, to, to her, or celebrating a holiday in a certain way. I think we're just always going to tell her, you know, this is why we're doing this. This is the tradition. This is where this comes from. And let her do what she wants with that. She may hate it. She may think it's the most boring thing in the world. (laughs) But we'll try. (laughs) But I bet you she won't always feel that way. And at some point later in life, she'll be glad that you did what you did. I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it has been great talking with you. Thank you so much for sharing your stories and how they have made a difference in your life as you've learned about your ancestors. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for Stories in Our Roots. Please help this podcast grow by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends. If you have feedback or would like to recommend someone to share their story, head to storiesinourroots.com and fill out the form. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next week.